0: ECU, do you breathe purple and gold? Are you ready to hoist the colors? Now, time for the most in-depth look at the world of ECU athletics. Welcome in to Hoist the Colors with your host, Stephen Igo on 94.3 the game. Watch the show live on Facebook and at 943TheGame.com. Now, here's your host, Stephen Igo. Alright,
1: welcome into this special edition of Hoist the Colors on Wednesday, December 20th. It is signing day. We have a signing day special here on 94.3 The Game. We are live streaming a little early on YouTube and Facebook due to the signing day press conference we have coming up later today with Mike Houston that is scheduled for 1 o'clock. And over the next hour, we're going to take you on on the road, get, get to know several of these new commitments over the phone of the Pirates 2024 recruiting class. We'll also break everything down. The new positions ECU has added to their roster, the new players, what areas of the country they have pulled from, and all sorts of stuff over the next hour. And we're going to lead today's show with a guy who was the original commitment of this 2024 recruiting class. He is Trenton Cloud from Northwest Guilford High School. Trenton, first off, how's it going and how does it feel to officially sign? Uh,
2: It feels great, you know, just to get the process over with. I'm I'm excited to be a, a Pirate, really.
1: Yeah, man, it's it was back in March, and really back before then, when you first got the offer, well before then, and I remember it, you know, talking to you then, and it's it's come full circle. And of course, you were the initial commitment, Trenton, and you stayed firm the entire time. You had other schools, I'm sure, who tried to recruit you, but you know, take us through way back when when you first committed in March. What led you to being a pirate then?
2: Uh, Well, Coach Boyette was the receiver coach uh, at first, and he just was excited. Really talked to me. Um, told me to go on campus and just see how, how I feel about it. I went on campus. I enjoyed it a lot. Talked to Coach Houston a lot. And then they brought in uh, Coach Robertson. He talked before um, at uh, Eastern Michigan, and I was just excited when he got the job too. And it was just a great fit for me.
1: Being an in-state guy, you had been to East Carolina games before, and I think had attended some games in the past. And what, what do you think of the game day atmosphere at ECU, and how much did that have, you know, an impact on your decision as well?
2: I mean, it, it's electric, you know. It's just everyone's just excited to be there. Um, great football, uh, you know, a lot of football players there, and um, I'm just excited to be there. Um, just can't wait to be on campus and start playing.
1: Trenton Cloud, wide receiver commit from Northwest Guilford High School in Greensboro, North Carolina is with us, Trenton. So, obviously, there, there was, you know, the change with the receivers coach and getting to know Dyra Roberts. It sounds like, uh, obviously, he will stick stick with this new offensive staff. And how crucial is that for you? Because you guys have created such a good relationship. And uh, what is that bond like with Coach Roberts?
2: Oh, it's great. You know, he's always, uh, you know, just checking up on me, texting me, how I'm doing, how, how was my day, how was school. Just uh, little things like that just go a long way. And, I, and I, um, I appreciate him for that a lot.
1: Have you had a chance to talk with the new offensive coordinator at all, John David Baker, or get a feel for for his offense, or talk to Coach Houston about it? And if so, how excited are you to, to play in this offense?
2: I'm very excited. Um, I watched a little bit of film I'm from Ole Miss when he was there, and I'm just excited for the offense. It takes me a little bit, but I haven't like had a full conversation with him yet. But I'm just excited for it, though.
1: Trenton signing this morning, I believe you did that at your high school. You know, what were the emotions like? Was it, is it a relief at all when you finally? put pen to paper? Or is it more, I don't know, is it, is it kind of an excitement, uh, you know, celebration? What, what What? are kind of the emotions there when you see this kind of come full circle?
2: It was a big relief, a big celebration. Um, you know, everyone just clapping for me. Uh, I was just very excited. Just put the pen and paper and just get it over with. So I was excited.
1: Who all was there for you, your family, your friends, and, and, you know, what was kind of the, the celebration like there?
2: They were just telling me, uh, congratulations, my mom, my dad, my brother, um, my, my quarterback, uh, Tanner uh, Blue, was also signed with me today. It was just a lot of emotion and I was excited.
1: Trenton Cloud with us, Northwest Guilford High School, wide receiver, uh, listed at 6'1", 170 on ecupirates.com. So, Trenton, take us through, ECU fans listening right now. If they haven't seen you play, what do you feel like you kind of bring to the table as a receiver, as a player, uh, coming to ECU's program?
2: Uh, just big plays. You know, I just want to help, help the offense out, whether it's blocking, uh, whether it's you know, just, just making short passes uh, go a uh, deep way. So, I'm just very excited. Um, I know uh, Coach Baker is going to put us in our, 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 our positions, and I'm just excited.
1: And when you look at your game as you go into the winter, uh, and as you get ready to enroll next summer, what what are the phases of your game that you want to grow in the most?
2: Um, Everything, really. You know, you can always improve, uh, especially uh, route running, speed, uh, working on blocking techniques and stuff like that. Just everything,
1: really. We're visiting with Trenton Cloud from Northwest Guilford High School. He had 41 catches for 574 yards and 10 touchdowns in nine games this season. Also had a 1,000-yard season as a junior. And we had talked before, Trenton, I know you had dealt with a little bit of an injury this year, but when you look back at your high school career, obviously a very solid program you played for. What are you most proud of uh, at Northwest Guilford?
2: Uh, Just the connections I've built at Northwest. um, You know, I just – just, it was just a great place to be here. I got to play here for four years, and the people I met, um, the games we won, were definitely exciting. You know, I'm just ready to move on and go to ECU now.
1: Do you know? You know, kind of obviously. There's there's been a bit of a, a Greensboro connection with East Carolina and you know multiple sports recruiting but certainly football you know Chad Stevens his brother Ryan Stevens have uh, clearly made an impact on this program you've got other guys who have come in, in past classes you've got Bristol Carter a former teammate of yours uh, here for baseball so is do you kind of feel that connection as well as you signed with ECU today like East Carolina pretty well known in the in the Greensboro area
2: Oh uh, definitely uh when Bristol committed he was like it's a great place to be here uh, I think he went to a football game, and he told me to come up there and just see how I liked it, and I, I enjoyed it a lot.
1: Trenton Cloud, with this uh, last thing for you, Trent. what what's kind of been the bond with several of the other guys in this class? Like you said, you were the first commitment, the first verbal commitment back in March. You stayed, and you saw all these guys commit around you, Cole Hodge, other, you know, several other receivers. So what, what's it been like kind of building that bond and seeing this thing grow?
2: Uh, yeah, we, we have a, a little group chat. We talk in and just we wouldn't be great. I saw it just trying to uh, rebuild ECU be a great football program for the future.
1: He is Trenton Cloud. Trenton, we appreciate the time on today's program. Looking forward to seeing you when you get here and uh, enjoy the rest of your time in high school, man. We'll, we'll see you soon enough in Greenville. Yes, sir. Thank you. There he goes, Trenton Cloud from Northwest Guilford High School. Again, coming off a, a very strong season, uh, 41 catches, 574 yards, 10 touchdowns. In his career at Northwest Guilford, called 184 yards or passes for 2,572 yards, 35 touchdowns. He was a top 40 player in North Carolina, according to multiple publications. ECU or uh, ECU is getting a top 25 player in North Carolina according to the 24-7 sports as we have him as a top 150 receiver nationally and uh, looking forward to Trenton playing for East Carolina. He's one of several receivers in this recruiting class. And of course, we, we'll get into some of the transfer portal additions later in the program as well. Uh, if you got a question on YouTube and Facebook as we are live streaming there, feel free to drop it. Anything recruiting related we'll hit over the next hour. We're also scheduled to talk to TJ Engelman, the running back commitment here shortly. We're also scheduled to speak with Cole Hodge, the quarterback commitment, back-to-back state champion from Louisville, Kentucky. But you look at the receivers in this class, it was a major point point of emphasis. And when Dyrell Roberts got the job this past spring, I think it became pretty clear, hey, we've got to address receiver in this recruiting class in a major way. Trenton Cloud was the first commitment of that group. Again, a top 25 player in North Carolina according to our metrics, but he was really just the start. They go on to add Dylan Lorick from Lipscomb Academy, one of the top prep programs in America, in Tennessee, in the Nashville area. He's a 6'1", 180-pound receiver. Had some other interests as well late in the process, as did Trenton. Both those guys stick, signed with ECU. Both very prolific prep receivers. The Pirates also get Jiren Waiters, a projected slot receiver from Florence, South Carolina, Wilson High School, five 5'10", 180 pounds, more of a shifty guy, uh, has the chance to, to, you know, he's been a good return man in high school, I think has a chance to become a, you know, a, a dynamic guy after the catch and be utilized on reverses, that sort of stuff, kind of your typical slot receiver coming out of South Carolina. And then the big one that East Carolina really had to hold on to late in the process, Yannick Smith. 6'3", 190 pounds from Somerville High School. Tremendous basketball talent, was really a late bloomer in football. He was, I think, the state or region player of the year in hoops a couple times for Somerville, averaging close to 20 points a game. Picked up football. I don't think he really knew what he was doing originally, but just went out there and kind of dominated on sheer size and athleticism and had a monster Senior season, ECU got him committed in July after a visit to campus, and Yannick Smith ended up having interest from South Carolina. Kentucky came in late with an offer. Both those schools tried to get him on visits. I think he did at least go to South Carolina. May have went to Kentucky too, but ended up signing with the Pirates. Uh, had a nice catch in the Shrine Bowl. Still raw from a from a receiving standpoint and route running, but size. Hands, he kind of has it all—all all the physical tools you want in a receiver. So he's going to be a very special player. Now he will get in next summer. He is going to play basketball. Of course, he—he he could have gotten recruited for basketball. Did get recruited, but he's going to play football in the high school, uh, in the college ranks after finishing up his high school career. So, uh, Yannick Smith finished his senior season: sixty-two catches, one thousand three hundred eighty-seven yards, as twenty-two. Point four yards per catch and seventeen touchdowns. He averaged one hundred and twenty-six point one yards per game as a receiver for Somerville, which went thirteen and one this past season, falling late in the uh, the playoffs. Also ran the ball thirty times for two hundred sixty yards. So just an all around talent, and again played well in the shrine bowl we'll get into some of the transfer portal receiver additions as well ecu has added omega blake and anthony smith omega blake coming from south carolina and anthony smith coming from nc state we'll talk about some of the transfer portal additions later in the program and you've also got you know really the the emphasis in the, in this recruiting class not only receiver offensive line you end up signing five offensive linemen two junior junior college players three high school players. And defensive back was also a big one. The Pirates bringing in a handful of defensive backs. They play so many safety type players between the safety room and the defensive back in the same linebacker position. You have to have that defensive back room well stocked because really you, you, you have three different safety types on the field at the same time. So you look at a guy like KJ Merrill, who's listed as a linebacker out of Crisp, Crisp County, tremendous speed. Some schools didn't recruit him due to his size because he's kind of a tweener between linebacker and safety, but he fits perfectly in ECU's defense kind of in that SAM nickel linebacker spot. So really excited to see what KJ brings to the table. So DB, O-line, receivers, big wins in this recruiting class. Jamarli Riddle out of Georgia. I'm um, very high on just a natural safety has some tremendous ball skills. Also can can make plays with the ball in his hands. Uh, Omar Lewis from Uh, Tarboro nearby product one of the you know a guy who I saw in camp and uh, you know really excited about him again played quarterback at Tarboro best player on the team hasn't played a ton of DB so he's raw but you get a kid from the 252 who can make plays and has size at 6'2 190 pounds I think you have to take him and from what I saw in camp he can move well he just needs to be coached up has a chance to be a really good player from The Eastern North Carolina area. All right, let's get a break in. We will come back. We are scheduled to talk with TJ Engelman from Hughes in Cincinnati, Ohio. He is your running back commit. We will try to get him on the phone again later in the program. We've got Cole Hodge as well, the quarterback pledge from Kentucky. We'll continue to take your questions. We got some of those coming in on Facebook and YouTube, and we'll get into the transfer portal news as well. This is Hoist the Colors signing day special here on a Wednesday.
0: Here there be Pirates. Back to Hoist the
1: Colors with Steve and I go. How
0: good is this on 94.3 The Game?
1: All right, welcome back into the program. Wednesday, December 20th. It is our signing day special here on Hoist the Colors. We're breaking down the Pirates 2024 signing class. ECU has signed 20 players to national letters of intent, 18 high school players, two junior college players. We'll talk about the transfer portal here later in the program as well. Okay, we just talked to Trenton Cloud, three-star receiver commit from here in North Carolina. Let's now go out to the live line. Welcome in TJ Engelman, three-star running back from Hughes in Cincinnati, Ohio. TJ, how does it feel to put pen to paper officially be a Pirate, man? Man, uh, it
3: feels good. You know, dreamed dream of as a kid play college football. So, for it to finally come to fruition, uh, it's a pretty good feeling.
1: I ask trend this, is it more relief when you sign? Is it excitement? Like, what are the emotions like for you?
3: Man, pretty much both. You know, uh, the, the recruitment is um, it's crazy, you know. You go through it from freshman year to now. Um, looking back at it, uh, I'm glad that uh, I got to sign ECU. It, and um, it's a relief that uh, it's all over now. So I'm ready to get to work.
1: Yeah, you had a, a crazy recruitment. We'll get into, obviously, why you chose ECU, but, you know, you were early commitment of Georgia Tech. You got several other offers as well early on. Then you got, like, another wave of offers. So kind of, kind of take take us through your journey, TJ, as far as committing to Georgia Tech early and then reopening things and then deciding on East Carolina. Like, what, you know, what was that process like for you as, as for yourself, your family, and, and trying to figure all that out? Yeah, so... Um...
3: You know, committing early was kind of a—I uh, wouldn't say it was—it was it a—I was a, a, didn't think about the decision really. Um, it was just kind of just a good thing because he used to be my old running back coach, Mike Daniels. Um, that's what I'm talking about. So that was—that uh, was just all on relationship. So you know, um, getting out of office early and then stopping for a long time because I transferred schools, only played five games. That was kind of hard for me. Um, so you know, get the looks I was getting before. But then um, ECU came, and uh, I fell in love with that running back coach. I uh, was running back coach. I fell in love with it. And um, the place, the place is just amazing, you know. So I fell in love with everything, and um, I'm glad I picked ECU.
1: TJ Engelman, running back, commits from Hughes in Cincinnati. Uh, 5'9", 175 is what we got on listed at dot on And, TJ, you did a little bit of everything, for your your high school program. You played quarterback, you moved around, you, you played some receiver at times, you played some running back. So take us through that as well. You're gonna be playing running back at ECU clearly, but you've got a lot of experience playing a lot of positions.
3: Yeah, yeah. so yeah, uh, So since I was six, you know, I've been playing everything. So everything kind of becomes natural to me. Uh, you know, sophomore year, I had to step in for starting quarterback, play eight games there. Uh, so I kind of got used to, you know, running plays, you knowing um, coverages and stuff like that. Um, you know, when he came back after the receiver, uh, I just had to be ready to go at all times because uh, they uh, like to use me everywhere. So I'm ready for whatever.
1: And playing, you know, transitioning to running back more at East Carolina, do, do you feel like that will help you being able to focus on one position but also having knowledge of basically playing every position so you kind of know what everybody's doing on the field?
3: Yeah, so – I'm I'm kind of glad I get to just focus on one thing, I kind of perfect it, you know. um, So I have to think a lot, you know. I could just running back do we got to block, get the ball, run, and um you know receive sometimes. So I I I just can't wait to you know only have to focus on one thing. It'll be fun for sure.
1: Risen with T.J. Engelman's running back commit from Hughes in cincinnati and uh tj let's let's take us back to your visit to east carolina i believe it was during the summer you took your your official visit and yep. uh i think you had been a little bit familiar with ecu because they had played obviously the cincinnati bearcats and you know they had had okay. some pretty good games there uh you know closer back to your high school so when you came to the visit during the summer like what were your expectations coming in and how much did you know kind of seeing everything firsthand kind of impress you
3: so you know uh I- I wasn't expecting that. You know, uh, when I got there, as um, soon as I walked in, I said, man, this, this place, uh, I want to be here. You know, uh I took one official visit before that, um, but ECU just, you know, the place, the coaches, the players, the, the vibe, it was all of me. Um, I could just feel like I could be here for the next three to four years. You know, and that's why I chose ECU.
1: We got a question on YouTube, TJ, from Tyler. He says, who would you compare yourself to as a running back? I don't know. Is that is that a tough question to answer, or have you tried to emulate any running backs growing up or watching any running backs closely?
3: Yeah, so uh, the player I watched growing up was kind of uh, Barry Sanders. I kind of like Barry Sanders, you know, make people miss, you know, uh, you know, at the burst you know, speed, you know, so I – I won't compare myself to him,
1: but i say that's probably uh, who I try to be like most likely. I they that's if if you can make some guys miss like Barry Sanders, you're gonna be doing pretty good, man. That's, yes, a, that's, a, <laughs> that's a that's a fun that's a fun highlight tape. There's no doubt about that. TJ Engelman with us, and uh, obviously the change was made at running backs coach. You're aware of that, and you've met with Coach Freeman, Rodney Freeman, the new running backs coach. So, what, what are your initial impressions of Coach Freeman and getting the chance to meet him for the first time?
3: Yeah, so. Um, I said about a week ago he came for a home visit, um, and uh, I, I I rock with him. I rock with him. Um, I can't wait to get the word, you know. Um, you know, we were talking, so, um, you, know, just getting, just getting, you know, just getting to know him initially, uh, it felt good, so I'm ready to uh, get to know him even more when I get there.
1: And TJ, just from talking with you throughout this process, like, clearly, you know, ECU didn't have the the season won of wanted offensively, and you had other schools that tried to recruit you. You know, again, there was a you, you were tight with Coach Boyette. There was a change there, but you never seemed to to waver on East Carolina. So, what was it about the school or or Coach Houston or the program that really kept you you know really really tight with the Pirates, and really you never seemed to waver? You always wanted to sign with ECU. So, what led to that?
3: Yeah, so you know we got a player group chat, um, and everybody just you know we we see the potential. We uh, we want to turn these around. Turn the program around. Um, you know, we're not going to run from the, you know, the smoke, basically. So, uh, I, I don't like to run from things. You know, I like to stick it out. So, I feel like, uh, you know, just the place, the culture, everything fit me. Uh, I feel like we can have a great season this year. So, that's my biggest thing is um, not turning my back on people, you know. And, uh, you know, i getting ready to work.
1: And, TJ, have you had a chance to, to watch kind of any Ole Miss offense to get a feel for what – coach john david baker will bring to ecu i mean you got to be pretty excited to play in you know up-tempo wide open offense right
3: yeah yeah i watched i watched a little bit of it i've seen um some clips of the running plays and uh in the passing plays so everything be very explosive and fast tempo so you know i like that i've been doing that my whole life so i think i fit right into that offense and i can't wait to go get to, get to show that
1: and will you be enrolling early at East Carolina and are, what what's kinda of your plan as you go through these next few weeks, uh and to try to, you know, get in the best best shape possible before you get to ECU?
3: Yeah, yeah, sir. I'm um i I am enrolling early. I'll be there gene ready. So, you know, uh, these next couple of weeks, uh you know, I gotta you know wrap up my running, you know, uh worked out, uh, you know, just Prepare myself my mind for you know college football because you know I know it's different so uh, I'll be ready for
1: it. He is T.J. Engelman. T.J., we appreciate it, man. We'll see you soon enough here in Greenville, North Carolina, and looking forward to covering you out of practice and, and getting to know you more. But uh, you got a great head on your shoulders. You've been great to to work with throughout this process ever since you you know committed to ECU, man. So we wish you the best of luck once you get here. But we'll see you soon.
3: Yes, sir. I appreciate the um, the love, yes, sir.
1: Absolutely. There he goes. T.J. Engelman, running back, commit from Hughes High School in Cincinnati. One of uh, my favorite interviews during this recruiting process. It's always awesome to get to know all these guys and cover them from the time they they get the offer from ECU to when they commit to when they sign and then obviously when they become pirate football players firsthand. So really appreciate T.J.'s time on the program this morning. Big day for all these guys. And of course, T.J. will be coming into – a running back room that is is deep on numbers, but I still think needs some more explosiveness, some more playmaking ability, and I think TJ's got the chance to bring that. I mean, you watch his high school tape, and he's just got a knack for making guys miss. You know, he said he kind of watched Barry Sanders growing up. He does have some of those moves. I mean, he's got good wiggle to him, which you always want for running back, and honestly, some of ECU's best skill position players in his history – have been guys who were more high school quarterbacks. Dwayne Harris, Justin Hardy come to mind, who then transitioned to either running back or receiver in college and and then got to focus on one position. Because maybe when you're a quarterback in high school, you don't get enough tape at the position you probably fit best to maybe get the recruitment you deserve. And I think TJ has the chance to become a really special player at ECU. Sounds like a great young man with a good head on his shoulders. so looking forward to seeing what he does at East Carolina and uh, helps out this running back room. Really excited about, of course, the return of Rajay Harris, Javius Bond, uh, Marlon Gunn, all those guys. But it'll be fun to see this competition with TJ in here in the spring. Okay, let's get a break in. We'll come back. We are scheduled to talk to Cole Hodge, the East Carolina quarterback commit on the other side. Cole is another guy who we've been in touch with a lot since the summer. Really good interview. He just won his second straight state championship at uh, Christian Academy of Louisville in Kentucky. He's got a great head on his shoulders as well. So we'll catch up with Cole Hodge on the other side. Future ECU Pirates, now ECU quarterback signee. This is Hoist the Colors signing day. This is ECU head football coach Mike Houston, and you're listening to Hoist the Colors on 94.3 The Game. All right, welcome back to the program. There's the voice of Mike Houston. We will have the Mike Houston Signing Day press conference coming up at 1 o'clock. We'll get more information on all these signees, the class, and probably some other topics as well. That'll be 1 o'clock. Again, we're live streaming right now a little bit early on YouTube and Facebook so we can get over there in time for that. This will replay at 12 noon on ninety four three the game. All right, we've talked to TJ Engelman, running back commit, and Trenton Cloud, wide receiver commit. We've now got the quarterback commit of ECU's 2024 high school class. He is Cole Hodge. Cole, how's it going, man? How's it feel to be a Pirate?
4: It feels awesome. I'm really excited. I'm excited about this program. I think we're going in a good spot.
1: Cole, we've talked throughout this process, and you were a guy who, you know, going into your summer visit, you know, I could tell you were you were ready to commit if things went well during the visit. Obviously, you ended up having fun there. Uh, you ended up making the commitment, and you've been a guy that's kind of led this this class, helped recruit others. So what's it like to get to this day and, and put pen to paper and see it become, like, official and, and kind of get that weight off your shoulders?
4: Oh, yeah, it feels awesome. You know, I love this school. I love this program. Uh, I'm really excited to play for Coach Houston and Coach Baker. So, um, you know, it, it's official, and I'm, I'm officially a pirate. is awesome.
1: Cole, you wrapped up your high school career about as well as you can, at least football, winning back-to-back state titles at uh, Christian Academy of Louisville. So you guys went through some adversity but also won a lot of games. You were telling me early in the season it took some time to get things going, but just what was it like to, to kind of improve throughout the season and wrap up that way?
4: Yeah, it was awesome. We lost a lot from last year. So it was a brand-new team coming back. Um, and We just knew just keep working hard in practice, getting better each day, staying after practice, you know, working hard. We have a great coaching staff. We have some great players, and so that helps. And just, you know, going to work every day and competing and getting better, um, that's what we did, and we, we were able to come out with back-to-back to the championships.
1: When you look at your, your high school career, is there a moment or a game you'll remember most? Maybe it's the most recent game, but is there is, is it more the relationships or is there more of a you know actual in-game moment you'll remember
4: the most? I think more relationships. Um, you know, playing with my brother – um, is definitely a moment to remember. Um, this past year has been really special. Um, he's had a great year. He had a great year on offense and defense. So playing with him, starting to to him as my last um, high school pass was really cool. And so, you know, that's, that's really special for me.
1: We're visiting with Cole Hodge, quarterback signee of ECU's 2024 recruiting class, Christian Academy of Louisville. And Cole, you couldn't have had much better coaching Uh, Chris Redman was your quarterbacks coach. Hunter Cantwell, your head coach. Two former uh, Louisville quarterbacks, clearly they had spent some time in the pros. So what was it like learning from those guys?
4: It was awesome. It was a blessing. They're two really good coaches. They taught me everything I know. Um, So just the work they've poured into me is really special. You know, they stay after practice, going over coverages, before practice, you know. In the offseason, I worked out with them 6 a.m. every morning. So just the time they've spent with me is, is really special. Um, you know, they have families at home. And so um, for them to take their time and, and work with me and, you know, get me to where I am was really special for them.
1: Cole, everybody looks at the quarterback position and they see it as kind of this role where I, you're just, you're kind of the leader and you, you got to make all these plays on game day. But there's so much that goes into it, like you said, watching film, evaluating decisions, all that sort of stuff. So, like, do you feel more, more prepared maybe th- than probably most going into college? Because a lot of that, a lot of guys have to make that jump from high school to college, but you you already got pretty good experience in that. So is that is that a part of your game you feel pretty good about already?
4: For sure, um, you know they've helped me a lot, like I said, and um, I'm just really thankful for them. Um, I'm an extremely hard worker, so you know everything that they taught me, you know I'm, I'm staying after I'm going over it with them. Um, I'm gonna continue to do that through the off season, just work with them over defenses, coverages. You know, try to watch some um, college film of defenses and see what they're trying to do. I'm in the college level and just prepare for that, and I'm um, also give the coach Baker, and just um, review what he has to say.
1: Cole, take us back to your your initial visits to ECU. Uh, I believe you came up in the spring and then again in the summer. So, uh, when you, when you set foot on campus for the first time, and then when you got back for your official visit, like what what were the biggest things that stuck out to you during that visit process?
4: Yeah, I was blown away. The first visit, the coaching staff, and then just the environment, um, the fan base, all that stuff. You know. It feels like a power five school. Um, It's really special. It's a special feeling. Um, I always loved the coaching staff. As soon as I got offered, Coach Houston was awesome. But, um, you know, I never knew, like, you know, I haven't seen the campus, a lot of stuff. But the first time I saw the campus, you know, it's a college town, awesome fan base. Especially coming up for the first game, seeing that fan base live was really cool. And so I think after my first visit, it was kind of a no-brainer. ECU was always up top. And um, after my official visit, I was like, let's do it. I love Coach Houston. I love the fan base. Love the program. It's, it's a really special place.
1: Coach Kirkpatrick obviously played a, a big role in your recruitment too, because he had coached Chris Redman in college mm-hmm. before. So you know that decision was made. And I know you guys probably are still still tight as well. Um, getting to know Coach Baker here over this last month, what has that been like, and how excited are you to, to play in his offense?
4: That's been awesome. Um, I'm really excited about Coach Baker. Extremely excited. Um, talking to him at my house about his offense. Has um, been fun. Um, he's been killing it in the portal, and so that's awesome. I'm excited for next year. He's a great coach. You can tell just his swag and um, you know what he has to bring on the table um, from his offense at Old Miss is, is really special. I think we're gonna have a good year. I'm really excited about him um, to grow as the offense coordinator. Did,
1: did you guys run much tempo at, uh, at, at at Christian Academy of Louisville, or will that be an adjustment for you uh, as you come to college, or were you guys already doing that at, at, at times?
4: I think we did some tempo um we did hurry up we did a lot of two minute drills where i ran the two minute drills um even if like it wasn't two minute situation um but i think i'm prepared for a lot we did a lot at the high school level so um i think i'm prepared for that
1: and cole we've talked before i know you can't be here in january for early enrollment but and obviously you'll you'll try to enjoy your, your final months of uh of christian academy at louisville too but you're going to try and work as or get up here as much as possible, right, for visits and just to kind of try to, to learn as much about this offense as you can, right?
4: Oh, for sure. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm signed now, so I'm officially a pirate. I'm going to be up there as much as I can. Um, you know, just being around the guys and learning uh, new stuff, um, I'm excited. You know, like I said, I'm excited to get up there and be around the guys and be around the coaching staff um, and just learn anything I can.
1: And you guys are you're playing basketball right now at uh, Christian yes, Academy? Yep. Yeah so yes, what's sir. what's your jump shot like
4: uh it's good i'm I'm honestly not as dusty as I thought I'd be my jump shots looking good, but you know in the game we had a game last night um, it's, it's a little different when your legs are getting um winded you know it was my first game so I wouldn't and you know I wouldn't in basketball shape yet so I, I played well last night, but uh shot wouldn't fall on
1: right well hey so i I've always said your your Twitter profile says Cole hodge underscore quarterback underscore. PG, is that stand for point guard? So are you running the point for this thing? Yes, sir. So, yeah. so is is it more uh, for you? Or are you trying to? Is it more on distri- you know, distribution to your teammates, setting your teammates up as the point guard?
4: Yeah, I think that's my game. Um, I can lock up on defense. I move my feet pretty well, so I'm kind of a defense specialist. Um, I get to the rim get to the basket uh kick out for guys and i can shoot it pretty well as well
1: we're visiting with cole hodge ecu quarterback signee and uh we got to talk about your, your younger brother who you're playing basketball with as well connor hodge for Sure. committed to east carolina he's the first 2025 commit and uh, he's still got another year he'll try to win three straight state titles in football to wrap it up uh-huh. next fall but uh all right, so when he got the offer from ECU, was it just like an easy conversation? Hey, man, just come play with me, or like, did you try to? St- did you try to stay out of it and let him make his own decision?
4: Oh, uh, it was an easy decision. As soon as he got that offer, he was like, because we talked about in the recruiting process. Um, when coaches came to see me throw, um, you know, they really liked Connor. A lot of the coaches that came to see me throw really liked Connor as well when he was catching for me. And so um, at that time, we were kind of like, hey, man, let's we're starting to get the same offers. We, we got to play together. It'd be a really cool experience, you know. To growing college together. And so, as soon as he got that offer, we were like, the no-brainer. You know, I didn't really have to talk to him. He he knew what I was thinking. I knew what he was thinking. It was, it was special.
1: It's got to be pretty cool, right, to go out in the backyard or to a near nearby field and just, like, go run some routes with with two Division One players together. Like, that's got to be a pretty cool feeling at this point, right?
4: Oh, well, for sure. I think it's a huge, huge advantage, um, even off the field, you know, watching film at our, at our house, you know, defenses, you know, what routes to run if, you know, they shift to this coverage. And so things like that um, are probably the biggest advantages. And then just, I think like the trust aspect, you know, trusting where he's going to be, I'm getting pressure, trusting that he's going to be there on time. Um, things like that, just I don't think you can build if you don't have a brother at some point.
1: Cole Hodge with us. A few more things for you, Cole. We'll let you go, man. And uh, we, sure. we we had TJ and Trenton on earlier. Uh, two guys yeah. who will who be playing with on offense in the future. And it uh, sounds like uh, y'all have created a nice little bond with this group chat. H- how much have you kind of enjoyed getting to know the rest of this class and, and getting to know those guys?
4: Oh, awesome! Yeah, those to be my guys. And so, yeah, we got a group chat. We text a lot. Um, I think everyone's really excited. This this whole group chat's really excited um, about the new coaching staff and just what this program has for the future um we all believe in the coaching staff and know uh, how good these guys are and so um we're all just really excited you know we we text every day like hey let's go let's go do this thing let's get put to get in the college playoff you know like let's we're, we're going to work hard um and just compete every day and try to get better and just try to help ecu
1: yeah, I've always, you know, your attitude, Cole, has always stuck out to me, man, because, like, you've got high expectations for yourself, but also ECU. Like you, To me, you seem like a perfect fit for ECU because you kind of have, A, a chip on your shoulder, uh, you're, you're willing to work, and you, you have those high expectations. So, like, I don't know, what would your message be to Pirate Nation, who maybe hasn't seen you play before, but uh, how, how excited you are to come here and what you can bring to the ECU as a player in the future?
4: Yeah, I'm really excited. You know, I'm gonna do everything I can for this program. If it's off the field or on the field, I'm gonna do everything I can. You know, stand up to practice. I just want to help this team, help this team win. Um, I'm super excited about ECU. I love the fan base, love the program. Um, I'm just really excited. You know, I'm gonna do everything I can to help this team.
1: He is Cole Hodge. Cole, we're looking forward to you uh, getting to Greenville here in the summer. I'm sure we'll see you visit some in the spring as well around campus, maybe at the spring game or whatnot, man. But uh, appreciate sure. the time. It's been great to get to know you and looking forward to, to covering you when you become a Pirate. Yes, sir. Appreciate you. Absolutely. There's Cole Hodge, ECU quarterback signee. It became official today. Awesome attitude. Really, I've enjoyed getting to know Cole. And obviously his brother, Connor Hodge, will be signing this time next year as he will go through his senior year of football next fall. Cole still has the spring semester as well, playing basketball. Hopefully they can win some games on the hardwood as well. So really appreciate Cole's time. Uh, fun to catch up with him. Sports Samurai chat on YouTube says I like his attitude. Uh, yeah, great attitude, man. I, I think he's going to be a perfect fit for ECU. Has kind of the, the right mindset for sure. And honestly, him and Caden Hauser, the two quarterbacks ECU, has picked up here. And obviously with Cole signing, Caden Hauser the transfer committing to me the mentality is so important at the quarterback position and they both have kind of that ideal fit from a mentality standpoint as they come to East Carolina so appreciate Cole's time and also our other players as well all right we'll get our final break in we will come back we'll talk about the rest of this class and we'll talk about some of the transfer portal additions as we close up the show on this Wednesday signing day special edition of voice the colors
0: The Pirates play here This is Hoist the Colors Radio with Stephen Igo Yes that was so good 194.3 the game
1: Alright welcome back in Hoist the Colors here Wednesday December 20th edition signing day edition of the program it's been fun to have three of the signees Cole Hodge TJ Engelman and Trenton Cloud on the program hope you guys enjoyed those interviews We'll run through my thoughts on the rest of the class here in a little bit. I do want to touch on the Transfer Portal commitments, the latest breaking news there, as East Carolina has added some new additions to the program, who will be looking to make an immediate impact next season. Of course, we've talked ad nauseum about Caden Hauser, the new transfer quarterback from Michigan State, got some experience had to have a portal quarterback given the the state of the position room there. You know, really high on Cole Hodge coming in, but you need some experience too as well. Um, We talked about Raheem Craig a little bit, Louisville Edge transfer, and then Damian Wilson committed during yesterday's show. So you look at the defensive room right now, and I I think, honestly, your your defensive room is so – I think the defensive positions are are so well set from – you know, clearly there's going to be competition everywhere, but there's not this dire need on defense as opposed to offense. I think that showed on the field last year. I think with getting your defensive tackles back, your defensive line back, your corners back, really the only key loss you had from a portal exit at this time is Taylor Jackson. He goes to Liberty, but you replace him basically with Damian Wilson. You also lost a couple of key guys in Jeremy Lewis and Jack Powers on the edge. What does ECU do? They go out, they get Raheem Craig to fill that role. So they're kind of plugging up some spots where you do have a few departures, but still I like the overall state of those position rooms. Like I like Sam Danka, a young edge guy who's got to continue to develop. Also like a couple of the young linebackers, Julian Davis, DJ Johnson, have a chance to be really good players. They're just young. So you bring in a guy like Damian Wilson to pair with Michael Edwards. And I think that room starts to solidify a little bit. You could maybe still add another piece or two there depending on what happens over the coming weeks. And then with uh, Craig and, and Danka now, you kind of like that one-two punch, and we'll see kind of who emerges there in the spring, and you could also add another guy there too. Could be on the other edge spot, you got Chad Stevenson, J.D. Lampley returning. You also got a couple guys who registered last year in Morris Jenkins and Kieran Davis. So I just like how the defensive staff has recruited over time, developed over time. You're not going to hit on everybody, but there's been a clear plan in place under Blake Harrell, and they've had some guys leave that were unexpected, but they've been able to fill those guys over time, even you know dating back to last year when they lost Jiro Wilson, Emmanuel Hickman, and maybe a few others as well. So, defense is in good hands. I think every portal addition there is going to be more of a depth piece than anything or a, a guy to compete, not necessarily come in and, and be the guy right away. Offense a little bit differently. you got to get some dudes. And Last night, East Carolina, I think, got a potential dude in Omega Blake. 6'2, 180 pound receiver from South Carolina. Played 400 snaps last year for the Gamecocks. Had his best game against Georgia, six catches on seven targets for 80 plus yards. Had touchdowns against Vanderbilt and uh, in another SEC game as well, I believe. Good speed at his size. Has to continue to develop some, uh, some toughness, some blocking. You know, he inconsistent blocking on the perimeter from what i've heard from talking with south carolina people but as far as being a playmaker creating separation he's got all those things at the wide receiver position so i think he's got a chance you pair him with chase Sewell. we'll see what happens at slot receiver they're continuing to recruit winston wright we'll see if he makes a decision to come here if you could get those three guys and you add anthony smith a deep threat at six two, one hundred ninety 190 pounds from nc state all of a sudden your receiving core looks pretty dang good Especially compared to last year, where you had some inconsistencies catching the football. Omega Blake, I think, only had one drop last season, and uh, on you know thirty targets or something like that. So he has caught the football when the ball has been thrown to him. And then, of course, you're bringing Kaden Hauser. really the last piece offensively. You still want to add another receiver, but you've got to shore up that offensive line. I like the tight end room. I like the running back room. Things are starting to come together from a transfer portal perspective. But January second through seventh will still be crucial for this team to continue to solidify spots. Robert Dedrick on YouTube says, wow, Omega looks like a potential weapon. South Carolina people are, you know, definitely not happy to see him go, and I think if he can find the consistency and the right mentality at ECU, he's got the chance to be a number one, number two receiver. So a lot of it, look, he's got the ability. A lot of it comes down to what is his mentality, and I think he's in a good spot as he comes to ECU, but he'll have to earn it on the field just like everybody else. All right, a few more things on this recruiting class. Again, we will continue to keep you up to date on the latest transfer news, recruiting news, hoistthecolors.net. We're actually running our free VIP day today on Hoist the Colors as part of signing day. If you're not a member, you can go to Hoist the Colors. You can check out the content, see the VIP content, read our VIP article with Kate and Hauser from over the weekend First in-depth interview since committing the ECU. A lot of great things and kind of get a feel for what we provide from a VIP content perspective. And we're also running a 60% off special on top of that. So if you've been on the fence about signing up, today's the day. 60% off after you see what VIP content provides firsthand. Check that out at All right, this signing class as a whole, interesting, interestingly enough, kind of a diverse group from all over the country you got four players from north carolina four from south carolina three from florida three from georgia two from virginia one from alabama kentucky ohio pennsylvania and tennessee so it really is a group that has kind of plucked from all over the southeast of course you add a few junior college guys we talked about it you got to shore up the offensive line i think the first step in that was getting kendaria small and jason tarpa uh, or Tarpe from Lackawanna College and uh, Kendarius Small coming from uh, Southwest Mississippi. I don't know if either guy is going to come in and, and start right away. They're going to have to obviously come in and beat out some returning players with experience, but I do like watching them on film. They've got a chance to help at offensive tackle. Uh, KD Small played a lot of right tackle for Southwest Mississippi. Good feet, good athleticism. I think he can help there and, and then Tarpe has got just immense size, 6'6", 315 is what he's listed as. He played left tackle for Lackawanna. And ECU struggled to tackle last year from a depth perspective, uh, from a, a consistency perspective. So you bring those two guys in, we'll see how they stick at tackle at the Division I level. If not, they can always slide inside and play some guard. But the first step in improving your offensive line depth had to come from the JUCO ranks. That at least takes some pressure off to adding some transfer portal guys, which I still want to see done. But I do like the start there, and two guys with good size, good projectability. App State tried to come in late. They got uh, Jason to visit. He ended up sticking with East Carolina. Kendarius Small, same thing. Tulsa got him to visit. He ended up sticking with East Carolina. So you you fight off a couple of teams you actually play next year for these linemen. So I think that's important as well. Really high on Zach Boley, offensive line commit out of Florida. People ask me often, who's your most – Who's, who's your favorite under-the-radar commit in this class? And I don't even know if he's under the radar, but two guys really stand out. K.J. Merrill, Crisp County linebacker. Again, we talked about him earlier, undersized, but he's a track guy. He ran a 10 6 100-meter dash in April of 2023. That is blazing fast for a linebacker. So I'm really excited to see how ECU employs him in the defense going forward. The other guy, Eric Fletcher, two-way receiver, corner out of Dunbar in Fort Myers, Florida. Great length, 6'1", 190, good ball skills, great speed, another track guy, another guy I'm really high on. To get those two guys as defensive commits continues, I think, to add to the upside of this this defensive uh, defensive room going forward. And, of course, very high on Yannick Smith. We talked about him earlier and really all the receivers that are coming in in this recruiting class. Shy Thompson, another guy as well who played well in this Ryan Ball edge rusher. All right, this has been fun. We broke down the ECU 2024 recruiting class over the last hour. We wait all year for this day. We've made it through the first half of the day. We'll have more coverage for you on horse2colors.net. Also, the press conference coming up with Mike Houston here shortly. We'll be with you tomorrow, 12 noon, on HTC. We'll see you then.
0: This has been Hoist the Colors with your host, Steven Igo. Tune in weekdays at noon for all things ECU sports. Get a recap of the show at 943theGame.com on Twitter, Facebook, or anywhere you get your podcasts. We're back tomorrow with more of Hoist the Colors on 943 the game.